Well, well, well. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Zeke and Jiggy podcast. On this episode, we're going to be reading some uh, uh, a couple letters, uh, people writing in uh, to the podcast, fan mail. That'll be real quick, and then I'm going to tell the story. Uh, how do I put this? Uh, when I was about 19 or 20, when I was a missionary for my church in California, I'm going to tell the story of me being handcuffed and put into the back of a police car. So yeah, there's a whole story about that that's really good. Uh, so that's what's coming up on this episode of the Zeke and Jiggy podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Zeke and Jiggy podcast. <laughs> so, if you remember the last episode, uh, the Thomas Wadsworth episode, I talked about uh, Southern Tire Mart and uh, the place where I work. And uh, you know what? I've been getting uh, some uh, mail. Uh, and I got another letter from uh, the man himself, uh, Connor. So, uh, so I feel obligated to uh, read a, a mail that comes in from him. Uh, so let me just open this up here. This. Uh, so yeah, we got a letter from a letter from Connor. Let's see here. Let's see what it says. Okay, it says, uh, "Dear Zeke and Jiggy, uh, that's that's awesome that you guys." read my last letter to you on the Thomas Wadsworth episode. I am a super fan of the podcast. Oh, and by the way, just just wanted to let you know, after you mentioned how incredibly handsome and successful I am, the women just will not leave me alone. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see, here's got a note that says, uh, insert mu- insert music here for... For the rest of the letter to set the mood. Okay, hang on one second. I guess I let me see if I can find something. Hold on. Let me find some music. I think. Okay, I think I think I have something here. Uh, for this, let's see, insert music. Okay, let me see if this works. Ooh. Okay, uh, so continuing the letter uh, about the women not leaving him alone. It says, the letter continues, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a great problem to have. But I just haven't found the one, if you know what I mean. Maybe you can help me with that. The right woman needs to understand me and is just going to have to be able to to accept me what I do and how I am she has to accept sometimes I fly in private jets oh yeah and at 
anytime I could be on the phone with multi-billionaires discussing business strategies she would have to accept that some days I may choose not to take my 2022 BMW M440i sports car out or sports car when we go out Zeke and Jiggy I could go on and on but I won't I don't want the beautiful women that listen to your podcast to be discouraged or become overwhelmed with disappointment by what so many may consider flaws in our frail human existence Zeke and Jiggy I must end this letter Please end music here. Okay. All right. Let me uh, let me let me stop. This. Let me stop. It. Okay. Uh, continuing, it says. Uh, oh, and last thing, I know other Southern Tire Mart managers are listening to the podcast, so I want to pass this along in words only they will understand, which is which is this. August six point six, boom roasted. All right. So that's the. Uh, that's the latest letter from Connor. All right, let's see what else we got here. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, this, uh, I got two. Oh, this one is from, oh, from Jeff. Uh, Jeff actually works in our warehouse. Uh, yeah, so this should be good. Let me, let me get it open here. Okay, let's see. Letter from Jeff. Uh, oh, this is awesome. Okay, uh... Uh, it says, uh, Zeke, I've got 237 Bridgestones coming in next Thursday. Where do you want me to put them? Oh, okay. Well, uh, Jeff, I just, <laughs> just put them in a warehouse, I guess. Okay, very interesting. Um, uh, okay. Um, well, that's, uh, a couple, uh, letters from Southern Town Mark guys. I guess, uh, please, uh, anybody else feel free to write in. And we will put you on uh, on the episodes for sure. I wanted to uh, <laughs> I wanted to tell the story. You know, when I was a uh, <clears throat> the when I was nineteen, um, I went on a mission for my church. Uh, you know, you've seen the guys, and I've had a couple missionaries on the episode on a, a previous a previous episode. No, you've seen the guys in white shirts and ties. Sometimes they're riding bicycles, uh, walking down the streets, uh, knocking on doors. You know, so I, you know, I did that. And kind of a <laughs> a funny story. I was uh, nineteen or twenty. I was in a I was in a city called Clear Lake, California. Uh, me and uh, a guy named uh, his last name was Killian. Uh, Elder Killian. Uh, he was a uh, a brand new missionary, you know. He, he was green. He was when he started his mission. He was with me. Uh, I was I was uh, I guess you could say training him. And one day, you know, we were out doing our thing. We we're riding our bicycles. Uh, we so the the road that we were on, we were traveling. I think we were heading back to our apartment, and. We had rode down the 
past our the street that our church was on, rode past that, turned this corner, and turned go, went around the curve, and there is a police officer uh, standing outside of his his patrol car, and he sees us and he 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 flags us down. He stops us, and so we we both stop our back uh, our our bikes our bicycles. It'd have been awesome if it had been uh, motorcycles, but no, bicycles. But so he he stops us and he says, "Hey, which one of you is Griffin?" <laughs> right? He's you know he asks, "Okay, which one is Griffin?" Now you got to remember, I, I'm from Mississippi, and I haven't been in California very long. And here's this police officer in a new city that I was in, and he goes, "Hey, which one of you is Griffin?" And I said, and uh, I raised my hand and says, uh, it's me. And he says, he waves, he said, come here. Tells my com- uh, companion, we call him, you know, he was uh, Elder Killian. My companion, he tells him to stay there and tells me to come on. Come here. And so I get off my bike and uh, I got a backpack on. He says, uh, I need you to take your backpack off. He said, you got any weapons in the backpack? I said, no, <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have any weapons. So I walked over there. He took my backpack. He laid it down. He proceeds to handcuff me and puts me in the back of the patrol car. And he puts me in. Boom! Slams the door. I'm in the back. Of, I'm in the back of a police car, handcuffed. And so he takes. He picks up my backpack and walks it over to my companion, Elder Killian. And hands it to him and is talking to him. And as he's talking, Elder Killian just kind of lowers his head and is just shaking it side to side. And I'm like, oh man, this is not good. And and I'm and so it just seems like forever, okay? And you can just imagine, okay, I'm I'm sitting here, you know, shirt and tie, you know, in the back of this police car. And and you ever been in those situations where you just like, uh, you know, where you're just like, okay, God, if you'll get me out of this one, <laughs> you know, so, you know, you start having them conversations. If you get me out of this one, I'll promise I'll do this and I'll do that. I'll be the best missionary. You know, I was just laying it on, you know, you get me out of this one. I'll just, you know, X, Y, and Z. You know, all this stuff I'm going to do sitting in there, scared to death. Man, I'm going to jail. So the police officer finishes talking to Elder Killian. He comes over there. He comes, gets in the car, shuts the door, and we're off. He's driving. And I'm sitting back there just like losing my mind. I don't know what's going on. Here I am, handcuffed to the police car, and we're gone. And 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 see, <clears throat> you know, missionaries. For those of you that don't know, you know, you know a little bit about uh, kind of some of the rules that we have. You know, we're always supposed to stay together and not really separate. And so it was that was adding to the level of stress because there's this. You know, my companion is this brand new missionary, brand new, and here he is. We're separating, you know, he's having to find his way back to the apartment 
while I am on my way to jail, right? So that's going on. And and as we are in the car, I, I, I work up the nerves and I'm like, officer, what, you know, what, what is going on? Why am I be, you know, what, what is going on? He said, you have a warrant for your arrest. He says, aren't you Ezekiel Griffin from Bruce, Mississippi? And I'm like, oh, yes, that is, that is my name. <laughs> and that is where I'm from. So I'm like, oh, I'm a goner. I am just, okay. So, and then on the police radio, on the police radio, they come on to the police officer and it says, and there's asking him, what are you going to do with the prisoner in the back? And he responds to him about bringing me in. And so we're going and driving. And I said, and I'm just, you know, and I'm just freaking out naturally. And I'm like, I'm trying to think, you know, I'm trying, okay, uh, there's a warrant for my arrest. What, what, who put out, who put out the warrant? And, you know, where, where'd the warrant come from? I mean, what, what, what's the deal? And he said, well, there's a warrant for your arrest for assault and battery. Assault and battery? Man, this got to be something wrong. Man, I've never done anything to anybody. What do you, you know, I haven't done anything. And he just keeps uh, talking to dispatch on radio. And we're driving. And I'm just f- continuing to freak out. And so we're driving. And he says, uh, you know what? I'm, uh, he says, so you didn't do anything? I said, no, I haven't done anything. I don't even know what you're talking about. So he, he turns and, uh, you know, he's making more turns. He's driving through. And he says, you know what? I think, uh, I don't know, maybe we can get something worked out. And so, he, you know, he's turning, he's turning back and he stops. Uh, we're back on the road that we were just on on our bicycles. And he stops right in front on the road, right in front of the church. So our our church, there's a street and then right behind us. So, you know, he parks the car on the street, pulls over on the side of the street, parks the car. The church is to our right. There's the road, the parking lot and our church. Right. So he lets me out of the car and he says, uh, let me make a phone call and see what we can figure out. So he lets me out of the police car. I'm still handcuffed. And so I'm sitting there handcuffed and I'm leaning and and I'm leaning back on the police car, on the patrol car. And there's people driving by, right? And so thinking just imagine that the optics of that. Okay. Here I am, white shirt and tie, name tag, you know, the the missionaries that you see handcuffed leaning against the police car and right behind us is our church <laughs> okay so just think about that about people driving by and seeing that and he says uh he says here i got something for you so he takes the handcuffs off of me and he hands me a letter and i open the letter and it's a letter from my dad and it says hey I hope you haven't had any run-ins with the law. (laughs) 
smile your own candid camera right and so i read this and i'm like and it it takes me a minute and the police officer is looking at me and i'm like and it finally hits me hey this is a joke this is a practical joke that my parents living in mississippi has pulled on me right so okay how does this happen so when i was 19 all right, so yeah, we had internet. Somehow my mother, this police officer, my mother just happened to stumble across this police officer's wife, who was a member of our church in a different location in California. And so they come in contact with her. She says, oh, my husband's a police officer in Clear Lake, California. And of course, my parents, being who they are, they don't just say, hey, won't you have the police officer just stop by and say hi from us? No, 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 no. No, we're not going to do that. How about let's have him arrested for fun, right? Yes, because that's what Griffins do. Uh, so that is um, my story of of me getting arrested <laughs> In Clear Lake, California. Oh, let me tell you, when <laughs> I was so relieved, right, when I found out it was a joke, that I, just, I I hugged the police officer. I gave him a big old fat hug because I was so excited that I was not going to jail that night. Because I don't know what I would have <laughs> I don't know what I would have done. And I'm and I'm, I'm and I'm grateful that the police officer stopped it where he did and didn't actually take me and. But, you know, thinking about it now, when we drove back around to where the church is, where he stopped, my companion was still there on the side of the, on, on his, standing with his bike and my backpack right there where we left him. And, and, and it still didn't click in my head, right? Because he knew that it was a joke because the police officer, when he took my bag over to him, was talking to him and he was hanging his head shaking it and it looked to me like oh he was thinking oh man you know what am i gonna do you know my companion's going off to jail what am i gonna do i'm brand new no that's not what was wrong with his mind he had his head down shaking because it was giggling it was funny because the police officer was telling him what he was about to do to me <laughs> and so that was a very interesting experience and 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 one of the funny things that I think like so I, you know I believe in God right I, I do uh, a lot of people don't but I do and I and and you know I talk about optics you know me me being um handcuffed leaning against a police car right in front of our church and so I I think it's very funny when I think about <laughs> me as a missionary being handcuffed in a police car, having been totally innocent, haven't done anything. Sitting there in the police car <laughs> saying, you know, God must have found this funny. He must have got a giggle out of this with me going, oh, Lord, if you get me out of this one, I'm going to be good. And, you know, the whole time it's a joke, you know. <laughs> so to me, just thinking about that is absolutely hysterical. So, yeah, uh, that is one of the 
many stories that 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 I have that I wanted to share with you people uh, about me uh, getting handcuffed and thrown into the back of a police car and being scared to death about uh, going to jail that night. And, uh, you know, and it all turned out to be uh, a practical joke uh, pulled on me by my loving and caring parents. And which they really are. Truly, they really are. Um, Okay, folks, that's this episode of the Zeke and Jiggy podcast. Stay tuned for more. Thanks. Bye. I hope that's not loud.